Ladies, 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 welcome back to God's Own Divine Design. That's right. You're on with Minister D tonight. And we also welcome our gentlemen. If you happen on this platform tonight, know that we have a word and an impartation for you as well. As a matter of fact, ladies, I want to encourage you to get on on Monday nights for Kingdom Led Kings. Why? Because we want fresh perspectives from both ends of the spectrum. Yes, we're in our lanes. Yes, we're embodying who God called us to be. But we also want to understand and be um, receptive to our male counterparts as well. So when you have the opportunity, get on with Pastor Suge and his impartation of what it's like to be a king in today's society. Amen. So gentlemen, you're welcome to stay on. Even though tonight is geared towards ladies, I'm sure you can uh, learn something today. Amen. Now, for those of you who know me personally, I don't have to tell you, I'm a big fan of Johnny Gill. I'm a great fan. I've always loved his music and his talent. But when he did this version of Perfect with Ralph Tresvan, I said, okay, he just hit that ball out of the park. I don't watch a lot of music videos, but when I heard this song, I wanted to go to YouTube immediately just to see what they had done, how they showed this, how they got to uh, really just bring those words to life about a woman who saw herself as plain, as flawed, in a world with a lot of beautiful people. There were many, many beautiful, exquisite women around, but this woman was a showstopper. And she wasn't a showstopper because she had on the designer outfit or the beautiful bag or the great accessories. She was a showstopper from the inside out. And that's what we wanna talk about for a little while tonight, ladies. We just want to talk about our aura. We want to talk about the scent that we're giving off because after all, it's all biblical. The Bible says that a sweet smelling spirit will go a lot longer than somebody who's just going in their own. So we want to connect with the spirit of God tonight. We want to know that by connecting with the spirit of God and by feeding our spirit, starving the natural man, starving our flesh, we become not only the light and the salt, but we become fruitful. And our headiness is a showstopper. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the kingdom is already laid out for us. We do not have to make our rules as we go. Neither do we have to sort things out for ourselves. You have already given us an intricately detailed roadmap, lesson plan, 
and GPS all rolled up in the Bible for our direction, our instruction, and our guidance. Forgive us of our sins. Fill us afresh with your spirit. Give us ears to hear and sight to see your word. But above all, give us a heart to follow you. In Jesus' name. Now, if you have your Bibles or you have your phone, your device with your Bible app on it, let us repeat our Bible confession together. Here on Generation XYZ, we always encourage you to have your Bibles. Test the Spirit. Try the Spirit by the Spirit. Amen. Don't take anybody's word for it. Let the Word of God speak to your heart directly. So if you're ready, hold it up. Hold it up high. This is my Bible. The Word God has created for me. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. Tonight, I will be taught that a sweet-smelling aura stems from within and permeates outward. In Jesus' name, amen. Go with me, if you will, to 1 Peter 3, beginning at verses 3 and going through verse 4. I don't want to be before you long tonight because this is not a church meeting. It's not even a Bible study. It's just an impartation of the word as God has given it to me. It doesn't matter what you do to the outside. You can fix up. You can take a shower and go natural. But by all means, check your heart. Keep that in check. Make sure that the spirit man is always fed because that is going to get you liberty in the kingdom. Amen. First Peter three, starting at verses three, going through the fourth chapter says, do not let your adornment be merely outward. Arranging the hair, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart within the incorruptible beauty of the gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Now, for those of you who are like me, you grew up in the Baptist church. I'm sure that you heard a sermon based on this passage before. If you didn't hear a sermon, you've heard it read before. And the highlight of that for me always was arranging your hair, wearing gold, putting on fine clothes. It gave the connotation that there was something wrong with it. And I paid close attention to this because I was always attracted to accessories. I always liked my nails done. I always liked jewelry. I always liked to put my outfits together. So as a young lady in the church, growing up, trying to get the word, I couldn't really relate because something on the inside of me was not in agreement with what I was reading. Well, the focus 
I realize now should have been on the words that were most understated. And those words I want to call out to you right now tonight say this merely do not let your adornment. It doesn't say that it's wrong to have accessories or adornment. It says, don't let your adornment be merely outward. When I unpacked that thing, I had to look at the word merely. What does merely mean? He says, don't let it only just be what's on the outside. Don't just fix up the outside. Don't just invest in the outside. But focus on the inside. Because that's what's most important. Fix your hair. Wear your gold jewelry. Look good. God created you to be beautiful. So that's not the issue. Rather, the issue is not feeding the inner man. And when I say inner man, I'm not talking about female, male. I'm talking about your spirit, ladies. That's where it needs to start because that is what transcends to the outward man. You can wear Gucci, you can have Prada, you can be laid out with Tory Burch and uh, Louis Vuitton, but if you're messed up on the inside, help me somebody. That $3,500 bag don't mean nothing. If you are so messed up that you're carrying a $3,500 bag and you won't give $100 to the kingdom, you ain't right. You need to go check yourself. And when I say you're not right, I'm not saying it's not right to be successful and to treat yourself. I'm saying that your priorities are not correct. And when I say that to you, I'm not just preaching to the group. I'm preaching to D. Because daily I have to remind myself that it really isn't about me. It's not about the outward adornment. It's not even about how I feel in that moment. It's about kingdom. It's about God. When we make his kingdom our priority, then our cares become his responsibility. And when we place the responsibility on our daddy to take care of us, whoo, you talking about freedom? Not only are we free, but we're blessed more abundantly than we could ever imagine. Let me keep going. I want to unpack 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 through 4, because again, when I was growing up, all I saw was, fixing your hair up, wearing jewelry, and wearing nice clothes. And it made me feel guilty about desiring those things. And because nobody really broke that passage down to the nth degree, I didn't pay attention to those understated words like the word merely or like the word uh that that goes on to say rather 
let it be the hidden person of the heart. The hidden person. What is the passage saying right there? It's saying that you're more than just your outer extremities. That's what Johnny and Ralph were saying in that song that uh, oftentimes we think it's the putting together of an outfit and laying out our accessories so that they match just right. A lot of times we think that that's what makes us attractive to other people, but it's really not. It's what's inside. It's that thing that you can't really put your finger on, but it draws people to you. It's that charismatic aura. So tonight, my question is, what type of aura do you have? When you walk into a room, do people stop and look because you're dripping with jewelry and accessories and a beautiful outfit? Or... Are they drawn to something deeper? I'll wait. I'll wait because you got to unpack that thing for yourself. That's not a question that you need to or should even respond to. But it does mean that you need to think about some things. Every now and again, we need to go in with ourselves and have a conversation to make sure that where we are is in the right place. Because unless we remain in the right place with God, we cannot go forward. Amen. It goes on to say, rather let it be the hidden person of the heart. And then with the incorruptible beauty of the gentle and quiet spirit. Now, what does incorruptible mean? That means honest and irreplaceable. And that part of you that cannot be destroyed. It just transcends. It just goes out. It just spreads itself everywhere. It is so authentically fresh and heady that nobody can deny it. You can't buy it with money. You can't get it off of anybody else. It just comes based on the spirit that you carry. The passage goes on to say, gentle and quiet in spirit. Now, that part of the verse I used to take as, oh my God, that's not me because I'm not quiet. How do I get quiet? Lord, help me to close my mouth sometimes because I'm not quiet. Well, that in itself was an oxymoron because I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor, I'm a teacher. So how do you ever be quiet when your calling is to talk to people? Notice what it says. It says, the beauty of the gentle and quiet spirit. 
I had to get alone with the Lord and ask him what that meant before I could receive the fact that he was talking about peaceful. Talk to 99.99% of the single men out there today. Ask them what they want and they will tell you. I want an exclusive relationship. I might even be open to marrying my queen. But the one thing I cannot tolerate is drama. Drama. And so when you ask them what they mean by drama, the average king is going to say arguing, disagreements, never being satisfied. They're going to they're going to reel off, roll off some words like that. That's what's going to come out of their mouth. That's what's going to roll off their tongues. And truth be told, ladies, we have a tendency to be argumentative. We are related to Eve. We want to be in control. We want to uh, spark back and forth with our man. God never intended that. He created our men to be our covering and the headship due to the perspective from the perspective of responsibility for us. It is the male's responsibility. To nurture his wife. Amen. It is his responsibility to watch us in the word of God. So that should let you know right there. If a man is not nurturing. If he's not washing you according to the word of God. If he's not checking you according to the word of God. Then maybe perhaps you ought to step back. Because that man may not be your husband. I know I'm getting off a little off topic, but it all coincides together. Because as we go out into the world, God wants us to give off a certain scent. He wants us representing him with a sweet smelling spirit. And how do we do that? We've got to travel over to Galatians 5, 22 and 23 in order to even find out what is the fruit of the spirit. I don't know about you, but ladies, I don't like a heavy perfume. Whether it's winter or summer, whether it's spring or fall, I like the fruity, light, fresh sense. That's just me. I just like that. And I believe that it's uh, due partially, in fact, uh, to the point that I'm kingdom minded. I'm a kingdom queen. I'm a kingdom girl. Okay. So when I think of sense and the aura that I give off when I walk into a space, when I walk into a setting, when I'm out in the world, that spirit needs to be fresh and fruity and light. Why? What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about Galatians 5, 22 and 23 when it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ladies, that is what we need to be striving for. That's the type of scent that we need to be focused on above and beyond anything else. That's what God meant in that passage in 1 Peter when he said, don't let it just merely be outward. 
Come on, somebody. If you know Minister D, you know I love my accessories. I don't put on an outfit. I don't get dressed to go out without any accessories. I'm going to have my necklace. I'm going to have my earrings. I'm going to have my rings. I'm going to have my watch. I'm going to have my bracelets. And it doesn't matter whether they're expensive or inexpensive. I make it look exquisite because I know how to put that thing together. But what's more important than the outward adornment is what's on the inside. It's on the hidden heart of a man or a woman. And so tonight, I just want to appeal to you in closing. As you go out into the world, as you present yourself as a representation of Christ, as his ambassador, as a change agent in the earth, I want to challenge you to focus not only on the outward extremities, not only on making your flaws better, because can I tell you, I'm about to reduce some poundage. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm committing tonight to reduce by 50 pounds. I need to go into my prayer closet and connect with the Holy Spirit as to timing and what I'm going to do specifically. But yes, I want to lose weight. I do. I'm going to shed some pounds for my health, for my well-being, for my appearance, for my confidence, for all of that. But as I'm laying aside the weight physically, I am going to also focus on being a better me spiritually. I can stop right there. I can stop right there. Why? Because that is the word of God. We are perfect in God's sight. We are already everything that he created us to be. Our giftings, our talents are weighted down and most times embedded within us, almost buried because we're so focused on the outer. We're so focused on that picture of being imperfect. When God already created us in his image, which means we're perfect for the task, the calling, for the anointing and the assignment that's been placed on our lives. So come with me, ladies and gentlemen, tonight on this platform. If you haven't already rededicated yourself to your purpose, to your goals and the plans that God has for you, do it tonight. Don't delay. Don't delay. And don't worry about what the outside looks like so much. Yes, put it together. But by all means, focus on the inner man, that hidden heart, because that is what transcends all the beauty, all the confidence, all of the everything that you need to go forth and be great. I think this is a fitting place to just stop. But before I go, I just want to read that passage slowly to you once more. First Peter 3, 3 and 4. 
says, do not let your adornment, that thing that you add to make yourself more attractive, be merely or only that one thing that you focus on. Don't just focus on the outside. Don't just focus on your outer appearance, how you look, how you wear your hair, what outfit you're going to put on. But focus on the hidden person of the heart. That's your spirit, man. Be honest with where you are beauty-wise and what type of scent you're giving off. And know this, that it's not about being at the beauty counter in the mall. What makes you smell good and look good and and receptive to people in the world, in the, in the outer world, as well as in the kingdom, is your heart. So focus on that. Focus on that. Well, as always, it's been my pleasure to just spend time with you to uh, bring out the nuances of the word that maybe um, are not always highlighted or not really touched upon like they should be, glossed over, however you want to put it. Tonight, I just wanted to bring out those subtleties of the word of God to show that he is a loving God, that he doesn't mind us being beautiful on the outside or even paying attention to our outward appearance and beauty, but he wants us to more or less prioritize the spirit man, that inner man, that hidden man. Prioritize in that we are focused on building that person up more so than outward. How can we do that? By working on the fruits of our spirit and our spiritual scent. How can we do that? by reading our word. So with that being the case, I think that this is a fitting place to go ahead and end, but I would be remiss if I didn't offer um, the hand of salvation to those of you out there who perhaps have never made the declaration with your own two lips that you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, resurrected for our sins, but you wanna do it tonight. You wanna get that thing right with the Lord and you want to make him your Lord and Savior. You know in your heart that it's the right thing to do. You know that you can't save yourself. Well, I want to give you the opportunity to do it right now on Generation XYZ faith-based platform. Don't leave away tonight. Um, If you're ready and your heart says yes, then go ahead and repeat these simple words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I have sinned. And I cannot save myself. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Devil, get out of my life. I serve you no longer. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's in your name I do pray. Amen. If you just spoke that simple prayer after me and you meant it from the depths of your heart, then you have just become a member of the kingdom of God. You will live on forever in paradise 
with the Lord. And I, as a representative of the kingdom tonight, am honored to let you know that not only have you just made the best decision ever, but that the heavens are holding a party right now in your honor. They are cheering you on and they are praising because one more has been added to the kingdom. Tonight, as I sign out, I want you to know that God does love you. 